You are listening to the Extraordinary Events Podcast with Dr. K, episode number 13, Prototyping Events. Welcome to the Extraordinary Events Podcast, where we aim to educate, inspire, and empower individuals who wish to design transformational experiences. Now, your host, event education champion, Dr. Kristen Mallet. Hello, hello, my friends. We have officially been doing this podcast for just over a month now. I am so excited to share with you that as of the recording of this podcast, we already have over 350 unique downloads. And while this might not seem like a lot, I feel this is pretty good for a brand new podcast that's not even two months in. You all are so amazing and thank you for your support. My podcast editor, Allie, who you heard from on the first episode, says that if you're listening to this on Apple Podcasts, to make sure to give it a five-star rating so we can be found by even more people. Some other exciting news is that we have been receiving messages from podcast listeners. Talk about engagement. Gold stars for you. We've heard from listeners in New Jersey to California and across the ocean all over Europe. We even heard from someone who would like to use these podcasts in their own classes. Several people have asked if we have a listserv, and yes, we do. I know that I personally do not like spam in my inbox, and so unlike all of your credit cards, we promise to only send one email a month. Maybe two if it's super, super special, but no more than that. If you're interested, you can go to our website, ExtraordinaryEventsInitiative.com, to sign up. This will also be posted below in our podcast notes. We have also had a couple of interesting questions for some of the professionals featured on our podcast, so we're actually going to start doing a Q&A follow-up with them that we'll then post on our Instagram and TikTok channels. If you have any questions for our guests, please drop a comment on the podcast, send us a message, or write a comment on our Facebook posts. All right, now, today is an interesting lesson. At least at the beginning of the podcast series, I wanted the Tuesday episodes to follow along with the steps of the event planning phases that I take my students through in my classes. We start with what is your why, and then we move into design, and then we'll move into the more nitty gritty logistics and larger industry trends later. If any of you listening today are familiar with the design process, if we were designing for a product, the steps would be to empathize, define, ideate, prototype, and test. You can see that through the event canvas process, we empathize and define. We also do some ideation as well. For ideation, I'm going to talk about vision boards and storytelling. And then we'll actually follow up on Francis's podcast from Thursday and continue the conversation around prototyping. First, vision boards. What is a vision board? A vision board is a tool used to help clarify, concentrate, and maintain focus on a specific goal. Literally any sort of board on which you display images or keywords that represent what you will do would work for a vision board. Remember when you were a kid and you would cut pictures out of magazines for your dream house or your dream car or camper van or job or vacation or any other type of dream? Maybe you still do this to help visualize where you want to be. 
These dream boards are a type of vision board and they can be virtual on PowerPoint or cut and pasted, really any format that helps you visualize. My bachelor's degree is actually in interior design. And as you can imagine, we had to have vision boards for clients all the time. In design, it makes sense. Right now, I'm currently faculty in the hospitality management program at the University of Nebraska. And our program is partnering with a new hotel project that is scheduled to open on campus next summer. Over the last few months, we worked with designers who then presented us vision boards to make sure that they were on the same page as us. Event is also design, and therefore events should also have a vision board. On your vision board, you want to help convey the atmosphere, the feeling of your event. You aren't necessarily saying, this is the exact chair I'm having, or this is the exact chandelier I'm going to rent, but you are trying to convey the atmosphere. I like to suggest for students and professionals to include three words on your vision board. Three adjectives that describe and give the general feeling of your event for whoever's looking at the board. This seems a little frivolous, right? Some might consider it a waste of time. Let me share some stories with you. Last year, I taught advanced events where the students had to design and execute a fundraiser event. I had two groups that were working on this one event and they just could not seem to agree on the type of event they were having. It felt like operations had one very distinct idea and marketing had a totally different idea. They were arguing, they couldn't get along, and they just couldn't agree. Their defenses were up. Finally, I said, enough. I said, okay, no talking to each other. Operations, you do a vision board for the event you're imagining. And marketing, you do a vision board of how you envision this event. Five minutes later, time was up, and then I had them present to each other. The funny thing was that not only did they choose the same colors, same styles, and same atmosphere, they actually chose two of the three exact same words as each other. After that, it was so much smoother between those two groups. A vision board is just another tool used to get everybody on the same page and help your client know what you're looking for. It's a chance for the client to provide feedback that they like this or don't like that. It's another tool, both internally and externally. If done well, it can also be used as a marketing tool for your event as well. So now you have a vision. We will be learning all of the nitty gritty specifics of planning events in future podcasts, but we're gonna jump right into prototyping now. Prototyping events seems difficult. When you're designing a product, prototyping is much more tangible and simple to understand. It involves creating a sample version of the final product, which you will use for consumer testing prior to the official launch. This phase can save an organization a significant amount of money by getting consumer feedback before spending lots of time and money creating the final version. Prototypes are a way to fail quickly and cheaply, so less is invested if an idea turns out to be bad or less than ideal. The process for prototyping a product is pretty much the same, although the depth of detail could vary based on accuracy and quality and design being used for testing. Product prototyping is where the consumer interacts with the product directly. Now, let's move this idea from products to the service industry 
you can see how prototyping might look a bit different from working with a product, but it is definitely still doable. What this testing might look like could include acting out scenarios, role-playing, having props, having detailed mock-ups for systems, using trained staff while testing consumer interactions, and creating structured environments similar to a front desk at a hotel or servers and patrons at a restaurant. However, the service industry is different than product prototyping, where there's really one set process where you build a physical test product and have consumers interact with it. There are a couple of options for service prototyping. And while the concept of creating a mock output or experience and having consumers interact with it remains the same, with a service, it's typically a consumer to employee interaction, whereas earlier we discussed a consumer to product interaction. This leads us to the question you probably have on your mind. What about event prototyping? And why is this different than service prototyping? With products, the consumer interacts with products directly. In service, the consumer interacts with an employee directly. In events, you have a very small team designing an environment for potentially tens to hundreds of thousands of people from varied backgrounds who co-create their own experience with other guests of your event. They may or may not ever have interactions directly with an employee. You might be able to simulate service, role plays and mock situations, but what about these entire events? How do you prototype events? Some could say storyboarding or sketching, though many argue that is not true prototyping. Prototyping is all about learning from failure, building and testing your ideas quickly so that you can learn and continue iterating on them. When was the last time you threw an event together for a thousand users to experience and provide in-depth feedback on before potentially changing everything for the main event? That's exactly what is happening right now in virtual events. Organizers are doing beta testing in different versions of events, hosted and executed online. Events are no longer a one-time thing. As I was helping to organize a larger hybrid event post-COVID, we used virtual reality to prototype what our attendees would experience. First, we created the real-life environment in a virtual world, and then we tested it internally, then beta tested, and then with a small focus group. We made alterations to the real, in-person event based on the feedback and user interactions. We decided not to use the made-up world we created online for the hybrid portion of our event, but that would also be an option as well. Thanks to technology, it is very possible to prototype actual events and interactions. And for larger events with a lot of money invested, this is exactly what is happening now. The most important thing of this is keeping in mind the stakeholders you're designing for and their attendee journey. In my experience, this shift online has caused a lot of companies to lose sight. Is your webinar still relevant? Is it worth your attendees' time? Is your topic timely? Is the content good? Make sure to keep a focus on that as you're planning your activities out. On Thursday, we're gonna hear a student spotlight from one of our undergraduate students about how all of her events she was helping to plan and how her classes got shifted online because of coronavirus. Hearing from students is always a unique perspective because this is the next generation of leaders. I hope you enjoy it as much as I have. 
Thank you all for taking the time to make the time. I'll talk to you on Thursday. Thank you for listening to the Extraordinary Events Podcast. Stay tuned for our next episode.